Hello, and thank you for joining us on our program, Critically Speaking. I'm your host, Cindy Mercer, and we are welcoming back author Jim Hammer, who has written a book, Victory Over a Critical Spirit, and now Life Without a Critical Spirit. We're so glad to have you again with us, Jim. I am happy to be here, too, Cindy. Wonderful. We've been talking about a... Some could consider it a touchy subject when we talk about a critical spirit, but I am so encouraged that you have been continuing to bring us to a to a mindset that we can have victory, and I am very excited about that, Jim. Well, I am too, Cindy. I, I was surprised the um, the interest that I have uh, received from people that have read the book, people at different seminars I've done, so it's really encouraging that people are aware or starting to be aware that they have a critical spirit. You know, I think that's so true because we talk about boundaries with children and they'll say they won't ask you for boundaries, but they really do want them. Yes. I kind of think it's the same way with this idea of a critical spirit. We don't really like the way it makes us feel, the way that we come across to people, but yet God is allowing us to have an awareness that we can have victory over this critical spirit. And, you know, I've been thinking a lot about heaven lately and I, but then I look at myself and I think, Jim, I don't, I don't know if I'm fit for this beautiful undefiled place called heaven. I want you to take us somewhere today where we can go, you know what? It's not that far of a jump. It is attainable, but we're going to need you to give us some encouragement today, how we can have this wonderful, beautiful place one day. I, I like the verse in, in Malachi. It says, uh, the Lord says, they shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, on the day I make them my jewels. Mm. You know, right now we are rough And the Lord wants to polish us up, smooth us out, that we can be totally fit for heaven. Matter of fact, there's no doubt in my mind that by the time we get to heaven, we will be so in tuned with heaven, the heavenly beings, that we really won't have to make a lot of changes. I don't think Mm -hmm. we'll have to make any changes. You know, our attitude, our spirit will be heavenly by the time. But you know what? I don't think we will even realize that until we, we get there and see what the what it's like in heaven, and then we will fit right in. Amen. But there's a lot of work that's got to be done between now and then, right? Well, our biggest thing is to submit to the Lord. The Lord is going to do all the polishing if we allow him to do it. We can stay rough and crude if we want to, but the Lord wants us to to shine like him. We are made in his image. It's his image that we're going to take to heaven. We're not going to take our old earthly, uh, old man, old person uh, self to heaven. But we are going to be renewed. And the Lord promises to renew us. And the Lord, Lord, uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit, is searching for those that are willing to submit. You know, when you get a diamond in the rough, you know, it's really not that attractive. In fact, it's, it's not attractive at all. But uh, through some polishing, you know, first it has to be found. And uh, you know, a, a lot of I hear a lot of people say, "Well, I found the Lord. The Lord wasn't mm-hmm. lost. We're the Amen. ones that were lost. Uh, we allow Him to finally find us." And so, same thing with a diamond. A diamond is found, then it has to be cleaned and cut and polished. Then it becomes a precious stone. Amen. With, I uh, love that analogy. 
worth a fortune. But the Lord was doing the same thing for us. And the Holy Spirit is searching and searching and bringing everyone to Christ that is willing to be brought to Christ. And we just have to allow them. It's our decision. We've talked before, Jim, about our character. And when we look at our character, it's it's kind of an eye-opener some days <laughs> for some of us. Yes. But when we think that, that Jesus is wanting to take this character, just I love the analogy you just painted for us with, with the diamond, because we can all look at ourselves. I mean, we can say, hey, this looks like a lump of coal to me. I can't see from here to there in our own eyes. But when we when we look at Jesus and look at his character, we're like, there is hope for us. No doubt about it. And, and you know, uh, Cindy, we have a tendency to try to polish other people. That's why we criticize. Oh, no, we so, wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. So we have a tendency, we think we got to polish them up and get them ready. Yeah. It's not our work. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. And just like the Holy Spirit brought us to the Lord, we have to allow that same freedom for everyone we come in contact with that uh, the Lord is going to polish them. The Lord mm-hmm. is going to take them from where they are and bring them to where he wants them to be. We just have to allow the uh, the Lord to have that freedom and not get in his way. Amen. That is so true. I love a, a point you bring up. You talk about common stones. You said that common stones are hard, they're coarse, and they're cold. And they're even difficult to shape and be used for everyday purpose. Yes, you really have to use a big chisel and a hammer. <laughs> to, Ouch. You know, if you want to uh, uh, mold a, a rock, and I'm talking about a big rock, little rocks are just hard and, and no use. Uh, a lot of people put them in their driveway or underneath concrete mm. uh, for uh, some type of uh, support because they're hard. And and uh, you can you know drive over top of them without crushing them and everything else. That's how I believe that my heart was, that... Um, you know, it was hard and callous, but, you know, I didn't even realize it. I thought I was drawing and being drawn closer and closer to Christ, where in actuality, the way I was thinking and conducting myself was far from Christ. And I'm glad he was able to get through to this hard head of mine and show me that, you know, the path I was traveling was not the one that he wanted me on. Amen. So we have I've a told- choice, you know, and... Uh, yes. Matthew 19, when Jesus was entering into Jerusalem or on his way, there was a triumphal entry. And uh, people were singing hosannas and glory to God in the highest and so on. And the religious leaders tried to stop that, asked Jesus, you know, uh, just stop that, curtail this. Don't let them say this. And Jesus said, if they stop, even the very rocks will cry out. Mm. And I don't want to stop praising the Lord because I don't want no rock to take my place. Amen, Jim. That is so true. I want to just make sure I'm hearing you right, though. So you're you're saying that we really can be changed from, if we can use the stone analogy, from a common stone even into a precious jewel fit for the kingdom. All things are possible through Christ. Amen. And he can take a common stone if he want, if he wants to. And I'm going to use me as a common stone and polish me up and get me fit and ready for heaven. Amen. If I allow him to do that. 
Yes. And and that is my prayer constantly. Father, take me and mold me and shape me into who and what you want me to be. Amen. He has a dream Amen. for our life. Are we allowing him to fulfill his dream for us, or are we want to go our own way and fulfill the dream that we have for ourselves? Uh, and another thing, Cindy, in regard to um, gold, the refiner, you know, when he sees his reflection in the gold, mm. that means it has been purified. When he looks over into the pot and he can see himself, well, Christ is the same way with us as he molds us and shapes us and refines us. When he sees his image within us, then he knows we are ready for the kingdom. And we have to submit and allow him to do that to us, for us. And it's uh, I've heard the analogy of an onion. Peel an onion, maybe one yes. uh, layer at a time. Same with us. The Lord doesn't take us from one point and the next second bombard us with all the things we're doing wrong. It's just one step at a time. He, uh, he unpeels us and unfolds us until he looks at us and sees his image. Amen. It reminds me of a song that I think uh, I learned from you, possibly, or uh, somewhere one time up in the New York conference. We were singing a song talking about Mira Mira. And it talked yeah. about when you see me doing good and showing love the way I should, it's Jesus that you're seeing. It's not me. It's his reflection. Yes. You know, that, that's a good thought. Thanks for bringing that out, uh, Cindy, that uh, when we allow the Lord to change us, we are actually witness. We are a witness for him. We are his ambassador to the world or whoever we come in contact with. When we want to stay hard and callous, we are witnessing for the enemy, right? and he sees his image in us. And uh, so it's, you know, who do we want to be an ambassador for, the enemy or for the Lord? But the really great news for all of us that should encourage us is that we don't have to remain the way that we are. That is so true. And most of us don't even realize it. We say, uh, you know, and... Again, in, in probably a future episode, we'll talk about, I'm only human. The Lord knows that. Yes. And yet he's going to take us from this human attitude that we have into a divine attitude. And that's a promise he made in uh, Genesis 3.15. He will put hatred between us and the enemy. And if we want it, do we want to hate the enemy or do we want to love the enemy? Yeah. You know, it's our choice. Well, this brings me to another thought because I'm thinking about the fact that you have you have shared with us that you don't believe Jesus will ever want this negative, critical spirit to enter in heaven because this is where it began. How are we? We've got so much ground to cover. It seems like Jim that we we're going to come full circle back to heaven. What's your thoughts on? Entering into the heavenly courts, hopefully one day soon. I like the um, promise that the Lord made to us in Isaiah fifty-five eleven. He says, "All I have to do is speak, and it will happen. It will. Uh, it will never return to me void. It will accomplish what I please and prosper in the thing for which I have sent it." He's already sent His word in in the form of of the scriptures that we have, and one of those, many of those, is that He's going to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. And I cling mm -hmm. to that. 
and he started a good work in us, he's going to complete it. He promises us. Praise God. But uh, the only thing he can't do is force us. We have to make the willful decision to, yes, Jesus, clean me up, get rid of this garbage in my life, especially this garbage that I put in my life when before I knew you, and he's just going to make us into the people that he wants us to be, that we can totally represent him. That is such a wonderful thought to leave us with today, Jim. Thank you so much for being with us on Critically Speaking. I am Cindy Mercer, and we will look forward to being with Jim Hammer again very soon. God bless, and have a wonderful day. If you would like more information about Critically Speaking, contact Free Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651 or email us through our website at 3abn.org. 